Welcome to Tribecast with your host, Harry. Today, we have an interview with Rahel, the founder of Ruska Skincare. I hope you guys enjoy. So, hi, Rahel. Thanks for, thanks for coming in. Um, so, firstly, can you just tell me a little bit kind of about yourself? Sure. So, I'm very glad to be here, first of all. Um, I'm Rahel. I'm originally from Germany. And um, I have uh, a background in forest engineering. So I'm actually a forest engineer and I love nature and um, the forest. And I have also worked as a consultant before. And well, I come from a small town and uh, I love Finland. I love coming back and forth to Finland. I have been coming back for 15 years now, approximately. And something is, it is about Finland that kind of brings me back and like I love and hate it at the same time. I don't know why. Um, so you obviously are kind of the founder of um, of your own kind of skincare company. Uh, what was it that kind of inspired you to start making your own skincare products? So I myself have very sensitive skin. Um, it's one of the reasons why I decided to maybe have a bit more control over it. Other reason is that I was thinking like, why is everything that we buy all the skincare products packed in plastic. And isn't there another solution for it? And can't I, can't I find a way to make it more environmentally friendly and uh, so that I wouldn't have to throw away all the little tubes and all these kind of things. And from obviously making your own products kind of in your spare time and doing it for all kind of fun and kind of obviously being in more control of what's going on your skin, how did you first go about starting turning this skill into uh, more of a business? Uh, that's actually a funny story. So I was telling some of my friends uh, about uh, this hobby of mine, and they were like, oh, could you have a workshop for us? So I said, yeah, sure, let's do a workshop. So I met them, I showed them how to do some of the things. Um, we were still using natural products which were imported at this point. And so then afterwards they asked me kind of, but where do we get all the ingredients? And I was thinking, well, this is a good question. We're in Finland. I have no clue. I buy it in bulk, but where can you get small amounts? So I started thinking about maybe I could uh, do something that is actually made in Finland from Finnish ingredients. And then I started like thinking about um, how to give people tools to do these things. Um, hand balm or foot balm and uh, I did a lot of experimenting a lot of research and I got a little push because I was told that I shouldn't do this at home <laughs> and then um, yeah I started thinking about how to turn this into a business and you, you said that you was kind of fed up of having the like, sheer amount of plastic and waste that was coming with regular skincare brands and that was kind of one of your kind of pushes to kind of start making your own but when setting up your own kind of business what would you say was your kind of key values that you wanted to hold within that business there are different values that i think are very important one of which is like when you look at a skincare product 
half of the ingredients you don't understand. Well, this is due to regulation, of course, but uh, you can also communicate better what is actually inside. So my idea was, or one of my key values is that I want to be transparent and uh, really like show what is inside my product. This is why I have the DIY kits so that you really see kind of like, okay, there's oil, there's bee wax, and there's a herb. And this is all that is inside this, this uh, hand cream, for instance. So yeah, this is one of the values and, and um, also to have it kind of as, as sustainable as possible, which is why everything is local. Yeah. So by obviously allowing your customers to kind of see that process and kind of do it for themselves, that obviously builds up a bit more kind of trust and really makes people believe in kind of the whole idea of you don't really need all of these extra kind of products and all of what else that goes into these um, kind of skincare companies. But obviously sustainability is kind of a massive, a massive issue at the minute. And how important do you think it is for a company to be as sustainable as possible in today's climate? It's a good question. <laughs> I think the term sustainability is also very much overused. So I think, of course, it's very important uh, looking at it from uh, different angles, like what's actually my carbon footprint of the product? Um, how much do I put in? Where do I get everything from? And how, what effect does it have on the environment? So I think every company should, of course, think about this. And um, I put a lot of thought into everything, uh, trying to do it as sustainable as possible. Of course, there's still a way to go and there are lots of improvements to, that can be taken. But um, yeah, it was one of my, let's say, most important issues that I wanted to solve to create something that has like a less impact on the environment. And obviously along with being sustainable and 100% natural, uh, Ruska Skincare products also use all local ingredients. How important is it to you to help support the local economy in Tampere? I think it's very important that um, local businesses, instead of competing, support each other. And uh, this is one of the reasons why I try to like reach out to different local um, suppliers or producers of um, goods. Obviously, within the Tampere city, you will not find them. But um, yeah, so all my products, they, or all my ingredients are actually sourced within like approximately 200 kilometers. Most of it is less than 100, but I have some some that I cannot find any closer. So yeah, I think it's very important, especially at this time now when when we maybe also have to look at, okay, there might be restrictions in importing and, and so on. So why not um, support actually local economy? Yeah, and it's obviously as well, it's in obviously increasing a kind of sense of community as well. Like you're really engaging with other companies around you and promoting the sense of collaboration and not um, a culture of competition and we are currently in the platform six building um, which is part of the tribe community and there is multiple startups that are all located here from Tampere uh, what do you think about the startup community in Tampere and how have you as an entrepreneur engaged in this community so um, I love the startup community in Tampere it's uh, fun it's nice it's really good to exchange different ideas I have 
attended several events, mostly online because of the situation. But I'm also excited that now there is the Platform 6 and it's slowly opening its doors to everyone. And I think it's an, a really amazing place to go to. And uh, I love about Tambore, uh, the startup community, that there are so many um, different offers where you can go as a startup to be nurtured and to be supported and to have someone to lead you the way and like build you up and show you how to do it in a better way. Speaking of kind of passing on knowledge, as well as having products for sale, you said that you also host workshops where you kind of share your knowledge and experience in making these natural skincare products. How can anyone participate in a workshop and where can they find details on how to do so? So um, I share the information on my website. Uh, there is a special column for workshops. It's www.roskaskincare.com and also on social media um, where, where I kind of try to like announce the next workshops that are coming. Of course, at the moment, everything can change within a very short time, but uh, I hope to have the next workshops in January up and running, maybe even here in Platform 6. And obviously you said a lot of stuff has kind of been moved or shifted or even cancelled because of um, COVID. But what challenges have you faced when building your business and how have you managed to overcome them? One of the biggest challenges, I would say, was to actually have the courage to start. I was very hesitant in the beginning because I wasn't sure if people would like the products. So it was one of the challenges. And then there came lots of things. I'm not, um, I have no background in business. So I had to learn a lot of new things. And I'm still learning so many things every day. And of course, I make mistakes. <laughs> and then I learn from them. Uh, so there are different challenges. One challenge for me would be social media, to <laughs> use social media um, as a tool. It, it was a big challenge for me, something to adapt to, yeah. And obviously adapting and overcoming is a big part of being an entrepreneur. Uh, the whole idea of do is do and to just get stuck in and, and get going. And that's obviously what you've been doing uh, with Ruska Skincare. But what plans have you got going forward uh, with Ruska Skincare um, going on into next year? So um, my vision is to use this concept of doing your own skincare using a, like a toolbox, I will call it, or having the different ingredients, and bringing it to other countries within Europe. This is like my big vision to a little bit change the way we think and use skincare so that we kind of like take a step back and think, think instead of an exotic ingredient, what would be the local equivalent and what could we use? And the more you go to the south, the more um, products you will find that you can use different oils, um, different herbs, and so on. So here in Finland, we're more restricted, but it's also a nice thing because I think it's the how nature designed the herbs and plants to be <laughs> adapted to the harsh conditions here. And so they bring the benefits that we need when we are here. And so this is why I was... I'm thinking of bringing the concept 
and changing the whole, I wouldn't say industry because it's maybe a bit too ambitious, but changing the way people think about skincare. Fantastic. And if anyone else is interested in checking out Ruska, obviously it's coming towards Christmas, a big time for gift giving. So it'd be a perfect gift for anyone who is kind of looking for something to give to um, give to anyone. Um, how can people find you? So as I said before, I have a website. Um, you will find it when typing in Ruska Skincare to Google. Um, and also on social media, it's at Ruska Skincare. Um, these are the ways that you can find me. Also, um, I have in Tampere now in Tallipeha. And my products are actually in um, one of the boutiques there in Noran Boutique. Yeah, so you can even have a look and see what it actually looks like, what it feels like, and touch it and see if you like it or not. Fantastic. So if anyone is interested, go and check that out on either Instagram or you can also obviously do it in person. But Rahel, thank you for coming in. Um, it's been really great to speak to you and learn a bit more about yourself and obviously your brand as well. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's been fun and I'm very excited to see how, how this journey is going to continue. Thanks again, Rahel. Again, I'd like to thank Rahel for coming on and being part of Tribecast. If you do want to check out Ruska Skincare, you can do so at ruskaskincare.com. Also on Instagram, just search for Ruska Skincare. Thank you.